Out of every 100 men, 10 shouldn't even be there. 80 are just targets, 9 are the real fighters, and we're lucky to have them, for they make up the battle. Ah, but the one. One is a warrior, and he will bring the others back. Heraclitus. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the podcast that helps you be the leader. I'm Jeremiah. I'm your host. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're new, we help out with a few things here, your individual performance and your leadership. This podcast is designed to teach you how to win so that you can do what others won't and as a result, get what they can't. Well, we have a special episode today. Um, and I, when I say we, I'm joined by the podfather himself, Justin Phillips. What's up, man? Hello. I'm excited. We do have a special episode today. I would argue that we have a special episode every week because we do, Very but it's like a special, special episode today. Yeah. Uh, maybe most episodes are unique. Well, I guess they're all the, the same, unique and special, right? They're all the same in the sense that they're unique. Yeah. They're all the, the same. same. It's, it's like <laughs> snowflakes. Like every snowflake is different from the next snowflake, right? <laughs> but they're all the same, but also unique. Anyway, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, today is an awesome episode because actually Justin reminded me last week that we were closing in and that this is episode 52, which means that we've this is the final page in chapter one of the podcast and we are moving on to chapter two. And so it means that we've done a year of essentially of podcasting and uh, I'm fired up for it because, you know, being consistent in something is, it can be difficult. And um, for so from a personal, from a selfish standpoint, I'm proud of us for being consistent, never missing a single episode in the last year. Um, and that was the intention. Now, I'm not to say that we won't mix things up moving forward, but you know, you should recognize the, the little victories that you have here and there. And uh, yeah, we got more work to do. So, you know, the 24 hour rule applies where you get to brag for 24 hours. We knocked it out and then it's back to work. But, uh, yeah, Justin, um, how do you feel about the 52 episodes that we have now recorded? I'm liking it. I'm glad that we're still going. I have had, you know, I do this for half of my living. I guess you could say like, this is part of my job, so to speak. You know, yeah. It's hard to explain to people exactly what I do to make money. Cause that's a lot of things. But, um, you know, my point being that I've had other clients, come and go and come and go and come and go. And hey, I want to start a podcast, pay me to start it. Never actually got started. Some of them get a month in some of, like it. It's ridiculous. So to have people actually go and follow through for even just a year is pretty impressive. And yeah. Um, and uh, I think that's one of the reasons you and I click so well is because I know you're very, very consistent. And you know, I'm very, very consistent. Um, I haven't missed a suffering Saturday workout in, you know, the almost two years that I've been sharing it and you have a record of 365 consecutive podcasts. So those are, those are hard, you know, individuals to find out there um, that can do something like that. And then ladies and gentlemen, for you, for everyone that's listening, this is going to be a valuable episode for you because we are, we're going to talk a little bit about the journey, you know, the, the road to 52 and um, we'll reflect We'll gather some of the things that we've learned and what we're proud of. But at the end of the day, you, you know, the goal here is that you walk away inspired by the not not the actions that we're doing in the podcast, but but that you are 
use this time of our reflection to help refocus you for the rest of this year. Okay, you guys have heard me talk about this quite consistently lately with, you know, we're at, we're nearing towards the end of the year, we're almost in the final quarter and uh people are fading out with what they wanted to accomplish with 2020 and they're already thinking about 2021 and and I get agitated cuz I, I don't like to think like that. I like this to you know, finish the fight at hand and stop when the bell rings. So as you're listening, just use this time to reflect on 2020 for you. And uh, we'll go back and forth here on some things that stood out to us and take you along with that ride. And for those of you that have participated in any way that are listening to this, I am truly, truly grateful for every single one of you, whether you've, you've listened and kept it to yourself or whether you listened and shared it with a friend or left a review or shared it on a, on Facebook, shared it on Instagram. It doesn't matter, man, what you've done and how you've contributed. Or maybe it's a comment on my Instagram page, you know, underneath the the clip from the, the previous episode. I appreciate you. You guys, this is how you do something right. You know, there's a lot of people in the world that are looking for shortcuts in their achievement. They're looking for what's the quickest way that I can cut a corner and get to the end result. And that that's the wrong way of doing things because it always catches up to you. So we're doing it right. And we, in order to do it right, it requires each of you to pay the fee and help out. And you guys have done that. So from the bottom of my heart, I really, really uh, do. Thank you. Um, with that being said, well, let's start diving in. Justin, um, I was kind of, you know, I was curious. I sat back and I was looking at, you know, episode number one and I was thinking about it. And the, the focus, guys, this will be important for the listener too, because as you start something new, you're not going to have it perfect. Okay. And we could have easily, Justin and I, both of us, we could have easily like got rid of some episodes and changed things out and done whatever. But the, the road to where we're at is what we really wanted to capture. I know he thinks the same way. And uh, the first episode, I actually used today's, today's poem, today's quote. It was in the same exact episode as episode one. So the first ones, I'm um, Justin, from your perspective, you know, on your side and mine, and as the podcast as a whole, you know, how, how have you seen us improve and what are you the most excited about and proud of from this last year with us doing this project? Okay. Well, first of all, our first major improvement, of course, was adding a co-host to the show. <laughs> fair, uh, fair. The co-host yeah. is amazing. No, but yeah. um Hey, yeah. that's a good point, guys. Don't do everything yourself. Okay. Don't do everything <laughs> yourself. Yeah, but no, that was one of the things, you know, if you go back and listen to episodes, I forget exactly when I even came into it, but you know, originally the plan was to not have a co-host. There was just gonna be Jeremiah's podcast. And then I think like, I don't know, six-ish episodes in, um, I started talking to him as his producer. I was like, Hey, what if I co-host this thing with you? I think it'll be a better dynamic. And then we started doing it and then it works and it gives me a reason to still podcast. So I like it for that too. But um, over the course of that, you know, it's it's hard to even say what I'm most proud of improving on because I'm we're still just going to keep improving in every single aspect of this show. It's not like we've figured it all out in any particular area, but whether it be, you know, we kind of locked in our style for the podcast. We've kind of gotten better at the flow of how things are going um, in a good amount of the episodes, at least we've got some sort of energy coming through and, you know, doing all this type of stuff, being better at speaking, understanding the editing process, like all of that technical and not technical, you know, just the overall thing has, improves and becomes more engaging. 
and um, so on and so forth. So yeah, so what you're saying is that you're really proud on the, of the skill development, essentially, of the podcast itself, like how we frame yeah. it and how we've the, the if you were to lift up the hood of the podcast, it's all the stuff underneath that we've tweaked and modified that you're the most proud of. And I and I would agree, you know. Um, and ladies and gentlemen, remember as you start out something new, that it's gonna be it's you're gonna suck. Okay, just to put it <laughs> put it bluntly, like you're gonna come out there. The content that we had at the beginning, you know, doesn't matter if it's episode one, ten, fifteen, whatever. Um, the value is still there, it's still really high quality information. But what ends up getting better is the delivery, the energy, the flow, and um, it's important to realize that you know that as as somebody that wants to succeed at a high level, as the listener here, that you know you're gonna you can't avoid not sucking at something it just it's not possible if you want to achieve at the highest level okay um you know michael jordan had a rocky start you know he wasn't he cut from his yeah he was cut from his high school high school basketball team um or at least he did yeah yeah yeah, that's right he was cut and um if i'm mistaken about that he he, then he wasn't then he was cut from the varsity team i'm getting my my stories mixed up right now yeah is that the truth that's oh, I don't know what the heck the truth is. I wasn't there, but that's what I've heard is that he got cut from his varsity team because he was too young to be on it. And people yeah. misconstrue that as him getting cut from the high school basketball team altogether. Okay. So yeah, that's where I, I'm getting mixed up. But either Whatever way, Rocky case. Rocky not a perfect start, so to speak. Yeah. And then he becomes one of the greatest NBA if not the greatest, you know, NBA player of all time. So if you're on the sidelines waiting to start something new, you know, the listener here. And you're you're trying to get it all perfect. You don't want to do rep number one. Well, listen, man, just get it out of the way. Get it out of the way and just start improving because it's through repetition that you become better. You know. How was your um, How was your start to your military career? Ooh, that's a really good question. I feel like that'd be a good example. Yeah, um, I was. So, this is a good way to paint kind of the journey because. Uh, a lot of people see me who for I, who I am today. And I was not this person <laughs> when I came into the military, man. I was, like I said, I was a, a, a kid that sat in the back of the classroom, didn't like to raise his hand, got flushed if you called on him, and um, the, had a little bit of culture shock getting into regular society, man. You know, I was stressed out all the time because it was a lot more complex than the simple woods that I, you know, <laughs> nature that I grew up in. Um, so I got into basic training. I remember basic training just being me, just being like bright eyed all the time, looking for the next stressful thing that was going to try to anticipate the next moment of chaos. And, um, what ended up happening is the more pressure I, you know, they threw at me, I just ended up at a, you know, through panic and fear performing well, you know, and I, I think that's probably, you know, that's an important lesson throughout this journey in the military career is that there's going to be fear along the way. And um, it, that's okay because fear can help you get to a new level of performance. It, it, that pressure can be a privilege if you allow it to be. A lot of people, a lot of sports psychologists, they, they try to say that you should be, you know, in the flow state all the time and you should like be calm and cool and have neutral thinking. And some of that's true. But the truth of the matter is that Fuck, man, the times that I perform my best, like, I don't know about you, but it's been under pressure where you've had to, at least maybe, maybe you didn't perform at your best, but you grew right afterwards. Right. So that pressure was definitely a privilege. Um, so that's a really good question. So that's how it started out. 
Uh, it was a little bit rocky. I told, I've told the story about my time in reserve officer training where, you know, an ROTC where I got told straight to my face that I didn't, they didn't think that I was going to be a great officer that the, literally the words from this senior officer that I had was, I don't think you're going to make much of an officer. Look at me right in my face. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, so I started off Rocky. And by the way, when I got into special operations, a lot of people don't know this, but I had a, I had a sit down one-on-one -on -one counseling with my senior officer because there was a huge learning curve coming from the unit that I was in, which was a mechanized unit, vehicle unit to a light infantry ranger unit. And tactically, I had a learning curve. I, it's a different, it's a different game when you're not, when you don't have vehicles. And so there was some stuff that I wasn't um, up to speed with. And so I sat down with, with this, with this leader and he told me, he's like, Hey man, I'm worried that you're just not getting it. And I was like, shit, man. And that stung, but I turned it into feedback and I got better. And we ended up becoming the best platoon inside the in second, right. inside of uh, the Ranger Battalion. Right. Yeah, I was going to say that too. Doesn't that for you, especially just like fuel the fuck out of you when people tell oh, you yeah. stuff like that, you know? Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. I literally, I literally have a mental list <laughs> of every single like slight statement that somebody's made to me. Even if I still, I have people in my life that I care about and maybe there's a listener that's like this where people have kind of said some, talked out their side of the mouth to you. And they were family yeah. or friends, but you kind of kept them around and, and you still love them, but you remember that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I have, a, I have quite a few of those where you have I'm like, like a, I a physical list at this point. Do you keep this stuff in a log somewhere or like a mental list? I have, um, a folder in my phone called haters and fuel. <laughs> nice. And, um, it's a bunch of screenshots and text messages and, um, uh, Instagram comments that or or facebook ads comments that i've screenshotted and i put into this folder to remember the mm -hmm. bullshit that came along with this path that i'm on to do something awesome you know uh, so yes and awesome i i do it all the time sometimes um coincidentally i well i so coincidentally i was talking to my wife about the same thing and i will like create a situation out of nothing you know to, <laughs> to, to, to piss me off yeah. I posted it on Instagram the other day. I don't know. Do you do the same thing? Do you do this at all? I don't go to that extent. I was going to say it is interesting hearing you talk about the uh, the haters and fuel in your phone. I just I just thought about this actually. Like, oh my gosh, it might be. I was going to say two years ago. It might be up to like four years ago now. I just remember I had this run in with one of my friends. Um, basically, I had this friend in high school that was like trying to break up me and one of my exes at the time. Um, mm -hmm. and it pissed me the fuck off. And to this day, we're, we're still like best friends, but to this day, I have like the little yellow, like warning sign with the exclamation point in front of it by her name in my phone, just because yeah. when that happened, I was like, I'm not going to forget <laughs> that you were like trying to fuck me over this one time. And yeah, and it does, it can cause you to get more aggressive it can cause you to get like <laughs> achieve at a higher level. And I think that, but you know what, what's delicate or what's, um, what a person should be careful with is that. To not turn that experience and those hate moments into uh, animosity and hatred, you know, for like, I don't hate anybody, man. Like even the guys, you know, being in combat, like guys that have tried to take my life, I don't hate them. I really don't like it's, I, I have an understanding for their situation. Do, 
do I think that they should be removed from the face of the planet? Yes. <laughs> but there's no hatred. There's no animosity. Okay. So if I can say that about a situation I've been through in life or death, you know, we can all say that about maybe some of the hatred we're holding on to with friends and family that don't probably don't deserve it, to be honest. Um, but to your question, I was, uh, I, I went out on a run and uh, this was like last week or two weeks ago. And I was out there and then afterwards, I forget what exactly what the action I took, but I posted on Instagram that uh, <clears throat> there's somebody out there in the world right now that's been following me and the Instagram and, and, and following the journey and they've watched my ankle injury and they think that they're going to beat me is what I was saying on the, in the Instagram story. You know, I was like, so there's some, if you're out there and you, you're waiting for me, you're glad that I got hurt. I know you're watching, but guess what? You're not going to beat me. Okay. Is what I said on there. And I created some like hypothetical. I don't know if there's somebody out there that's doing that or not. I just kind of created it like into some imaginary scenario. And then I got home and I post, so I posted on Instagram and people were like DMing me, like who the hell, who the hell is like, like glad that you got hurt. And I'm just like everyone in my head. Right. And so I, I come inside and I tell my wife, and she's, she's like, how'd your run go? I was like, it was good, but they're not going to beat me. And she's like, what? <laughs> and I said, you know, there's, there's people out there. I'm like, Sharice, they're out there and they want to beat me and they're happy that I got injured. And she's like, who, who is they? And I'm like, everyone. <laughs> so she looks at me and she's like, is this reality or is this another hypothetical bullshit story you're telling yourself? <laughs> and I was like, all right, it's kind of made up. And she's a little bit of laughing. both. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I do that um, to give myself, you know, some more energy and some to tap into some stuff. But, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a technique for sure. So, so looking through, okay, we're on the journey. You know, we've, we've, um, we've talked a little bit about how we've improved. Uh, you know, the other thing that's happened this year is that everybody's routines have been off. And I didn't even notice this with myself. Like the podcast that I was listening to last year, I'm not listening to them as much. And uh, it's because my, my, my routines are different. My, my, my rituals are different. And uh, because of COVID, everything's kind of shifted. And I noticed I have to go out of my way to listen to this stuff that I was once very habitual in listening to. And so, one of the things you and I have worked through is putting this podcast out during COVID. You know, that's a pretty unique situation, pretty unique for somebody to dig in and start putting out even more content during a time when there's probably less, less listeners by default. Um, and, but what that made me realize is that COVID has presented adversity to all of us to you and I specifically, and to the listener. And I was thinking back on pushing through all the adversity that COVID has, has caused from indoor workouts to being trapped with um, my contractors in, in, in a property of mine with them like hammer, you know, jacking down and doing renovations on one of the units and having to record in that scenario and pushing through it. And so everybody is just, those are just business hiccups, right? But I'm, I'm there. Everybody's been through some adversity this year, and probably lots more serious than those minor things I just went through. Um, and so I was looking at, you know, am I coming out? I asked the question: Am I coming out or of COVID better or worse than we went in? And from a podcast standpoint, I think you would agree we're coming out better. You agree? Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay? Now, listeners, and you know, and Justin yourself, are you coming out personally better out of COVID? Or are you coming out worse? What's your opinion? I like that I get to be like the re- representative for all of the listeners collectively on the on the podcast. on their on their uh, behalf. <laughs> on their yeah. behalf, I will tell you. Um, I mean, better for sure. In my mind, COVID is pretty much irrelevant. When you asked me this question earlier, I was like, you know, have you gotten better since COVID? I basically just heard, have you gotten better since March? Yeah. You know, because it's, that's, it's out of my control, right? I mean, it's, I don't control what the government is going to do about COVID or what COVID's going to do itself mm-hmm. or anything like that. And it's like, my plan was to get better through 2020. My plan is pretty much just on a rolling basis to be better tomorrow than I am today. And I think I, I think I have now that obvi- obviously you can break that down farther and you can get into certain areas. It's like some areas have gone way up, some areas have gone way down, yeah. you know, and you play that game. But overall, yes, better. What what is what is what is something that <clears throat> probably could have or should have stopped you because of COVID that you end up finding a way around or end up doing anyway? you know, even though COVID hit, is there something like that, that maybe should have stopped you in your tracks and had a longer delay than what actually took place and you found a workaround through it? Do you have something like that? If I'm understanding the question correctly, my answer is going to be making money. Like mm. a lot of people, you know, lost their job, so on and so forth, or were struggling with their businesses, so on and so forth. I mean, I've throughout all of COVID so far, my income has either stagnated or increased it never went down during any part of it and that's that's been the biggest win for me in that regard yeah you you stayed flexible and you adapted to the situation instead of like hey my plan was to kind of go work back for this company this other company and um instead of doing that and kind of doing the nine to five steady income thing i'm going to do entrepreneurship and i'm going to double down on these efforts yeah that's accurate right yeah and, uh, you know, I was asking myself the same question. I was like, where, where would maybe the old Jeremiah get stuck if COVID would have hit him? Maybe in a time when he was, didn't want to handle as much adversity or had a moment in time where he, he just felt like quitting or if it hit me right at that, that second when I wasn't as calloused, so to speak. And I just thought about indoor workouts, man. That was a really simple thing that a lot of people quit on in, in March, you know, and for me, there was an aspect that I was like, okay, maybe I'll just wait this out for a little bit and kind of focus more on running. I was like, let's do that. I I won't lift as much, but quickly within a day or two, I was like, took a stand. I was like, nope, not going to do that. I'm going to focus on kettlebell work, indoor, whatever X, Y, and Z. So I adapted and moved and didn't waste any time. I've literally, I got off the call with somebody, um, recently for, Conquer Academy, somebody was applying and they basically waited for COVID to end this whole year and they let everything slip. Fitness, um, income, like everything. And I was like, man, it's been like six, seven months since you've taken any action. This has to suck. And so uh, I was thinking back on the, you know, the clients that we have in Conquer Academy and the winners, as I like to call them, the leaders. And all of them have continued to do the same. I know there's there's a listener right there that's been consuming this stuff that's done the same. And so that's important to recognize, you know, it's important to recognize that you're coming out of COVID way better and to recognize how you have adapted 
because now you, now you can predict what you do in the future. Now you know for sure, hey, if something happens in the future, I'm going to adjust and I'm going to make it work. I'm going to identify the things that are working for me and I'm going to double down on them and I'm going to be I'm going to be fluid. I'm not going to be too rigid and uh, I'm going to come out of of this thing better. Um, and so I think what you'll see. You know, I think what you'll see into 2021. I think that there's some hard motherfuckers being built right now. I think that right now there's there's two types of people. There's people that have chose to dig in and then there's people that have chose to quit. And we're going to see the people who chose to dig in next year pop out of quote unquote nowhere. Right? Because there's a lag time in achievement. You're going to start digging, do your work, and then you don't get the rewards till later. And people are going to be like, where did this guy come from? Where did this guy come from? And it's because they accumulated the hours in the moment. And so I, there's some hard motherfuckers being built right now. And um, I'm excited to be, if, if there's, I know there are people that are listening that are, that fit that category. And I'm, I'm excited to see uh, what 2021 looks like for you specifically and them, even though we still have a lot of work to do left in 2020, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. And even, even, well, you know, 2021, hopefully, but whenever, whenever the whole thing blows over, especially, I love the idea <laughs> that j exactly like you said, like a bunch of hard motherfuckers are going to pop out of quote unquote nowhere. And you're going to, I think it's interesting to think about how easy it is going to be to spot who was doing stuff through the pandemic, who was kind of doing stuff who is not doing stuff because the people that weren't doing anything are going to be the same people saying like yeah. where'd these guys come from you yeah. know and the the people that are those guys are going to be like what did i do because they're just hungry <laughs> motherfuckers that still feel like they didn't do anything even though all they did was work their ass off the entire time so it's interesting yeah, yeah and it, and if there's somebody that's listening that's on the other side of the fence there where they're like man i kind of fucked up 2020 listen you still got time you got and I'm not saying you have the best situation, but it's time to start proving it, as we like to say, and start start doing the work every single day and finish out this year strong. Um, I actually had a really good conversation about a similar topic with somebody recently. He, he we welcomed him as a as a member of Conquer Academy recently, and um, I'm not sure who. I don't think it was you that did his application. I think it was somebody else. But um, with him, he said, "I don't want to be the guy that." does his pat on the back best. Like the guy that does a five mile run and then takes his leisurely time throughout 4.5 miles, 4.75 miles. And then the last quarter mile, he turns it on so that he can convince himself he gave it his all. <laughs> he was like, I don't want to be that guy, man. He was like, I want to be the guy that goes out with intention for the full five miles and runs the whole thing and gives my true best. I'm not saying my absolute like sprint pace for five miles. I'm saying my true best for the entire race, which is a, a metaphor, an example for everything else in life. We want to be somebody that closes 2020 knowing that, hey man, I gave my true best. I didn't just like lollygag and then try to switch it on last minute to make myself feel good. Um, you know, as I cross the finish line, you know? Yeah, it's funny that you bring that up because I was watching uh, Joe Rogan and Cam Haynes right before this, and they talk about the exact same thing. They were, they, they, they were, they were, um, they got onto the topic of like David Goggins, you know, and well, Cameron Haynes for that matter. And, yeah. um, you know, Joe was mentioning how 
most of the people that talk about how hard they work aren't actually working that hard. They just do like a little bit of work so that they can pat themselves on the back. But then they they get into that pat themselves on the back mode. And he was using David Goggins to drive that point home because David Goggins, you know, is kind of just known for nothing except outworking every human being that's ever lived ever. And you still see him get on the Internet all the time and talk and call himself like a little bitch. You know, (laughs) he's just like that. He's like, I'm not doing anything. And he's just working the crap out of people. So, yeah. Yeah. I love. Yeah. And I I, uh, all three of those guys, I absolutely love them. Uh, I was and I was thinking about kind of I was thinking about the similar a similar situation in my own personal life. And um, this this whole year, I've transitioned from endurance to mixed martial arts. And dude, like there 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 is a lot that I haven't shown. Um, and there's a lot that everybody hasn't shown about their personal life and what they're going through. But my point is that it's easy to fall into the trap of trying to appear like somebody you're not. And I was looking back on this year, and I'm very, very proud that the inverse is true, that I'm showing a fraction of what I'm doing, and I'm doing more than I'm showing. Um, for example, you know, I was talking, I was talking to my wife about this last night, dude. And this this week specifically, last week, I mean, every every week in this last like four or five months has been pretty brutal for me physically. Um, but specifically this last week, man, I talk about this this area of pain that you go through when you're doing something physical and also in, in business this exists too. It's called the pain cave where things start to hurt and you start to being discouraged and stuff. Well, beyond that is an area I call the potential barrier. Um, I won't go into all the details here, but the bottom line from this last week was, man, I was fucking hurting. And um, to the point where emotionally I was being affected. Okay. And I'm not showing this stuff on, on Instagram. I'm showing, I want you to get a clip here and a clip there of some of the work that I'm doing, you know, because that's not my focus. You know, my focus is truly getting better. And this has been on my mind so much that randomly, okay, I read Goggins' book, fuck, five months ago or something like that. Hadn't, hadn't come across this stuff in a while now. And I had a dream three nights ago where I'm dreaming and I'm, I'm, cause I'm obsessed with improvement, right? And I'm thinking about my progression in business. I'm thinking about my progression as a human being, my progression in MMA. And I wake up the next day and I had this dream that Goggins was in there, man. Goggins was in my dream. And he was, he was having a conversation with me and he looks over and he's like, hey, are you getting better because you're trying to be more like me? Or are you getting better because you want to be better? And I was looking at him and I was like speechless in the dream. And then I woke up. and. uh I started going about my day and I told my wife about it. I was like, man, <laughs> I was like, Goggins was in my dream last night, David Goggins. And she started laughing and I told her the story. And then she was like, well, what's the answer? And I was like, you know, I've gotten, I'm at peace with the answer because it's, I am not striving to be like anybody in the world. I am literally trying to grind myself into a fine powder to become better so that I can become, you know, reach my potential. Whereas a lot of people are just trying to convince you they're trying to reach their potential. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think a lot of people have like empty goals, basically. This is something I 
still struggle with um, when it comes to, well, well, just when it comes to being in the gym, you know, when it comes to working out and, and I see it in other people too, a lot, but you see, you know, people go to the gym and they're doing all these exercises and for so many, especially with men, for so many people in there, like the goal is to have bigger biceps or to, you know, have bigger quads or whatever the case may be. But then if you were to go up to them and ask them why they want that, there's, there, there's no answer. You know, that's something you told me quite a while ago at this point, but it definitely stuck was like, it was, it, this is, this is basically Jeremiah's workout advice in a nutshell. If you're going to ever ask him for <laughs> workout advice, he's almost useless, but this is good advice. <laughs> but, um, you know, the, the one thing you told me was like, just remember that when you're training, like the point is to train so that you will perform better. It's not just for the sake of training basically. And I've, been getting slightly better at orienting my mind to think that way, but still a work in progress. That's for sure. Yeah, you're you're trying to discover what's driving the process instead of focusing on the outcome. When you focus on the outcome, that vision can can inspire you and pull you a little bit, but it's not like sustainable day in and day out. And um, if you were to ask me, Jeremiah, why are you why are you pushing yourself and why are you doing these fitness goals? I would tell you because I'm obsessed with the point of overturning. Okay. Essentially what that means when I say it is that there's a point when you do anything in life where you feel like you've reached defeat and you feel like you're going to quit. Okay. I am personally obsessed with finding that point and then getting the advantage and working through it. Kind of like this last week. Okay. And the week before that. Finding, I found my breaking point multiple times in the last two weeks, just like I've continued to do, and and a lot of listeners have have done as well. And there was a moment I was sitting on the, I was sitting on the couch. I came home and literally worked out for almost eight hours, okay, in one day. And I don't mean like some bullshit. I mean like hard grappling, hard fighting, running, lifting weights, eight fucking hours, okay. And I wanted to see if I could tolerate. And I did it for multiple days. And I got to this point, I came home and I was sitting on the couch looking like I had just been to war. And dude, I'll be, I'll be completely honest. Like my eyes started watering up. I'm talking to my wife. She's like, are you okay? And you know, when you, somebody asks you to be okay and you're not really okay. And <laughs> you start to get a little choked up. And I was just sitting there like sulking. And I look up at her and my face is all like watery and shit. And I was like, I kind of smiled. I was like, I'm good. And I was like, this is what I want. And I was kind of, you know, I was embracing the pain. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people, they don't, they don't, if they don't focus on that, they don't see that as a good thing. And they focus on the end result. Like for me, it's not, it's not about that. It's about the process. It's about this year, for example, breaking my fucking rib, uh, the cartilage in my rib and fighting through that and continuing to train spraining my toe okay toe injuries fucking suck man damp you know breaking my ankle and fighting through that uh cauliflower ear by the way i have it again and 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 so these things that that test you this adversity for me as an individual i'm hoping this helps the listener i hope this helps you is that that's the, the point the exact point that i want okay that point where you feel like defeated and i know if i can get through that moment i can get through anything so a little bit of a tangent to talk about the growth that we've had this last year on an individual level, but the listener that's that's listening right now, you know, 
what's driving you? What are you focused on? Are you focused on being like the next person that you aspire to be? Are you, are you truly focused on getting better? It's a good question, you know. You got injured a lot in the last year. So <laughs> uh, happens when you, when you do a hard shit. You get when that's what happens is you're a white belt and you train with a black belt that's and then he true. punches then you you know, whatever. Um it's part of it. The sacrifices. So let's see which direction I want to go here. So we're, we're kind of recapping on the whole year how it's been. The person that's listening is thinking about how they've grown, what's driving them what's driving the process that's that they're that they're working on and um and i just i don't know i'm just really proud of the community that we have and that we've built mm. in this last this last year too you know we have we have some really awesome people and i know you've gotten some direct messages too from some of those people and uh, i think you'd agree that you're, you're very proud of the audience that we have as well yeah that's i wrote that down to uh, bring that up today actually that exact point too and what i what I mentioned, what I was thinking about last night as I was preparing for this too, um, when it comes to, you know, I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm happy about the community that we build. Every podcast out there says that, but I like that this podcast is still relatively small. If we're going to call a spade a spade, um, it's one of the it's one of the most successful podcasts I've worked with. You know, it's probably statistically more successful than it's probably like top one percent, just because there are so many podcasts out there, but. Yeah. Anyway, we have, my lot, point, we, we have really high expectations. So yeah. we're like, we know where the potential, the distance but from us to the next level. What I said that I'm proud of is that, and this is so true, I'd so much rather keep a small listenership that is entirely just awesome, kick-ass people. And I think we have that right now. You know, I think it is 100% just kick-ass listeners that are listening to us. I think it's people that are going to get shit done that are going to keep listening. I mean, they're, they're disciplined, they're wired and they're working on themselves. So that's, that's what I'm really proud of is attracting the right people. And uh, who gives a fuck about how many people, you know, it's, yeah, I said the same thing. Um, I was saying the same thing about the Instagram following. We're, we're going up there, you know, we hit 10,000 followers, but the greatest part about the journey to 10,000 was how many different individuals I was able to interact with. Yeah. At the at the small level. Now I, I get too many DMs where I can't interact. It's physically impossible. Yeah. Um, so the, the initial stages of something are really cool because yeah, right. the community is awesome. The team is awesome. Right. You get to know each other. It's super intimate. You know, it's interactive. And uh yeah, I'm very, very pumped. It was that was kind of an un I, I unforeseen thing that yeah. happened that I was happy about. I mean, I guess I could have anticipated it, but I didn't think that I would enjoy it as much as what we're yeah. currently in, how much I'm enjoying it now, you know? I know, it's great. And people have to understand too, like, well, first of all, that's the point with like everything that you do, especially is like, you try to build shit. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're like, you're like Bob the Builder in the real world over here, yep. just, just building stuff, you know? And um, that's the point. And we need people to be a part of that. I mean, that's what makes it built. Jeremiah can, I, I don't care what he does on his own. Like, he wants to build stuff and he does make a lot of sacrifice and so on and so forth to build things like that. And it's reciprocated. We want to come on here and we want to give value to the audience. We want to do all that type of stuff. We want to help you guys out. But I also want you guys to realize, especially those of you that have DM'd us and emailed us, we've got we've gotten a couple like really, you know, kind of eye-opening emails over the past 
year of doing this and so on and so forth. I'll reach out in any way, shape or form. Like you have an effect on us just as well. You know, you, um, you really do. I was, I got DM'd earlier this week by one of our listeners. Um, she was telling me she's going to start doing 75 hard next week and I'm going to, I need to do it again. And now we're going to do it (laughs) together starting next week. So like, like, you know, you guys are changing our lives just as much as we're trying to change yours. That's my point. Yeah. That's why the, 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 um, adage is, you know, iron sharpens iron. Well, actually it's a verse, right? From the Bible, but yeah, but, uh, yeah, as does one man to another. Yeah. So just like, um, just like that goes, everybody here is helping each other out. So it's a big community. That's how, that's how you build powerful teams. There's nobody that's smarter than anybody else. It's just a different set of skill sets combining with each other's skill sets to become something even greater. And we'll see. I had a couple other notes and then we can kind of close off. Um, I just had the warriors that I wanted to highlight. And these are people that are inside of Conquer Academy recently that I know that are listening that aren't inside of Conquer Academy. These people still exist. Uh, one, one individual did two things, basically collapsed a, a year long marathon. Excuse me. So there's two, two goals. It was open, acquire another real estate investment property and run a marathon within a year. This was a goal that she planned to do in 2021. And she just did it in six weeks. Okay. <laughs> this, this is during COVID ran a marathon that she'd been putting off and was going to do next year and then opened up. Uh, extended her real estate portfolio, opened up another real estate property, which was a stretch for this individual. Okay. But talk about an awesome accomplishment. Okay. True warrior there. Another individual, another client uh, scaled his business and grew another one. He opened up, um, he became a franchise owner of a, of a, of a select company that I can't say the name on here of, but during COVID he's expanding his business. Okay. Um, another guy, he was recognized as the go-to leader, another client, he was recognized as the go-to leader in his company by his team, peers and supervisors, when a vehicle crashed into his company compound, his building, all right, from the interstate, I believe it was, and smashed out the side of the wall. And he and when everybody wanted help and didn't know what to do, this leader stepped up because he had the confidence he had been investing in himself and, and he had the he had he had focused so much on the process of becoming a strong leader that he was the go-to guy for that incident. Phenomenal, man. During COVID, people are doing stuff like this. And so the you know, the summary of what I'm trying to say is that there's there's two types of people that are coming out of 2020 and closing out the rest of this year. And this is it's the same type of people that I saw in special operations. All right. They're, and specifically in the Rangers. We used to say there's two types of people in the world, two types of people um, out there trying to do great things in the military, right? There's people who earned their tab and then people who have excuses why they didn't. That's it. You either earned it, you found a way to get it done, you're working on it, or you have excuses. So why you didn't. And, and so that's true where that was true in special operations and with the Rangers It's true here. It's true here in life. There's only two types, those two types. So you need to ask yourself, like, which one do you want to be? Do you want to be the one with the tab, quote unquote, or do you want to be the one that has the excuse of why you don't? All right. And again, with that, you know, not everybody has to be quote unquote tabbed. Like you just have to make the conscious decision of what you want. And then decide if you're going to be the person that has it 
or the person that has the excuses to why they don't. What are your thoughts on that, Justin? Uh, my thoughts are, I agree completely. And good answer. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it's uh, no, and that, that translates into everything. Of course, our listeners are smart enough to know that, but you know, you're using the analogy of the Ranger tab essentially. Um, but you know, that just, that goes for everything that you haven't accomplished. If you have any excuses in your head, other than like, I didn't want to, or I didn't work hard enough, then that's what they are. They're, they're just, they're just excuses basically at that point. What else was I going to say? Oh, I was also going to say, um, you touched on those stories at the end, man. And those are the people we were talking about at the beginning of this episode. That's not theory that a bunch of hard people are going to come out of nowhere in 2021. We literally know the people that we're talking about, you know, we're working with them right now. So if you're listening to this and you think like, oh yeah, that's great. You know, um, I've had a couple of people in the past week, you know, reaching out to me and talking about Jeremiah's like vibey talk and all that type of stuff. And that just drives me insane, but it's also whatever. I'm like, you can think it is whatever it is. And, um, that's the end of that. Um, like people basically saying, what, what, wait, hold on. What does that mean exactly? The vibey talk? Like basically just, that I'm like on, yeah. out, on a different plane, like out there kind of crazy. Yeah, basically. Like, like, yeah, because they know I work with you and then they get mad at me and they try to attack me through what I do. And they're like, yeah, you know, just basically hippie bullshit type of thing. And I'm like, okay. Well, that's, that's fine. They're, they're, everybody's titled their own opinion. Um, <laughs> And uh, we don't always have to be right, but we should get along. I guess is kind of the, <laughs> the adage there. And um, not the stuff that we're doing isn't for everybody. Yeah, you know. And I think a lot of people have a hard time with that too. Is that they think that their solution is for everybody, and it's really not. So, yeah, for the individuals, um, you know, listen and guys, again, gals, thank you so much for the last year. Um, if you've been following along or even if you've just been jumping in, you know, next year is going to be a great time for you because, you know, there's a lag time between what you're accomplishing now and the results you're going to get later. Okay. You're going to do the work and there's going to be some time. It's like, um, you know, some things in life just take time. You're not going to have a baby in one month just by getting nine women pregnant. (laughs) Okay. It doesn't happen. Even though there's some people out there probably trying (laughs) All right. Um, I think Warren Buffett said that. I think I stole it from him, uh, which gives it. <laughs> but it, it's true, man. So you're going to do work. You're going to there, there's a lag time. Expect that um, if you truly are doing the work, not the bullshit. You know, I gave my best type of pat in the back work and where you are, you know, today where we're all of us are. We're here today because of the decisions and actions we took, you know, many years ago. And so I'm excited for the next leg of your journey, Justin, and the listener's journey. I'm excited for where you guys are going because these little, these podcasts that we're doing are kind of course correcting you throughout life. You know, they're making adjustments. What's the saying? The mind, uh, when it's exposed to a new idea, it never goes back to the original form. Okay. So that's, that's part of influence. And I'm excited to be part of that journey with you. I'm also excited because we're just getting started. All right. One year, big deal. All right. There's more years to go. And uh, now that we got that out of the way, I'm, ex- I'm excited for more great content. I'm excited for the next chapter. And ladies and gentlemen, if you find value, if you found value in today's episode or across the last year, do me a favor and share it with a friend. 
And if you have iTunes, go on iTunes and leave a motherfucking review. <laughs> All right. So thank you for everyone who's played a part in this journey. And uh, now get back to work. And I'll see you guys all out there. Until next time, be the leader. Some motivation. motivation. Every day I try a little harder, but my dedication. dedication. Keep my head way, way above the water. Trying myself and I yell at the wall. Begging to run, but I needed to crawl. I see the finish line up ahead. Trying to get traction from all of this tread. I am a king. I am a queen. I am more than the people can see. I am strong when I'm needing to be. Vulnerability's nothing to me. You can try, but I'm unshakable. My successes is never debatable. I'm coming and I'm so interchangeable. Here's to you and all that you are capable. You gotta go hard, better get it.